Man, huge news out of London today. And no, I'm not talking about the switching prime ministers. Not that girl who lost, <laughs> she lost, she lasted about six weeks. No, out of Breitbart, London, drag queen Andrew Duncan, 24 years old, who go, goes by the stage name of Miss Rachel Rear. It's a quotes, people. Miss Rachel Rear has been charged with the possession and production of indecent and prohibited images of children. Some were Category A images, the most extreme. So reports Breitbart London. Man, that is crazy. Can imagine that happening, right? Man, that's crazy. Drag queen, 24 years old, goes by the name Miss Rachel Rear, charged with production of indecent images of children. Man, that's crazy. Anyway, hi, David Bozell here, live for America from the For America Learning Center. Welcome to the show, everybody. Coming across the wires today. <laughs> I don't know when this is going to end. I just, I don't know. <sighs> you keep doing this, guys, Republicans, I'm telling you straight up what's going to happen here. If this ends up coming to fruition, what I'm about to read to you, Republicans, you are going to own inflation just as much as you own Obamacare, seeing as you couldn't stop yourselves from funding it at every opportunity. You're going to own this inflation problem. And Joe Biden's going to happily give it to you. He's going to happily give you this burden. Apparently, Congress is, quote, discussing. So this is a trial balloon leak. This is courtesy of NBC News. This is a trial balloon to see to take the temperature of the public. Just so you understand. Congress is discussing an extra fifty five zero fifty billion dollar bailout for the Ukraine government. Fifty billion dollars more in Ukraine aid. I don't even know what that brings what that brings the total to. I think we're over seven hundred billion for the year, I think. Is that maybe I should chop off a zero there? It doesn't matter. It do, it just doesn't matter whether you want to help or not. We can't afford it. So there's that. The new aid package, according to NBC, which most likely would be a part of an omnibus spending bill, could be within the range of roughly $50 billion, congressional aides and a source close to the Ukraine government said. <laughs> so apparently the Ukraine government knows the Christmas package, the Christmas present that we're about to bring in. The Biden administration has not yet made a formal request for new funding. Well, they don't have to. Congress is about to give it to them anyway. That spending bill coming up, guys, this spending bill coming up in December is going to be a nightmare. Okay, let me tell you why. 
first off, it's going to be in a lame duck session. You're going to have a ton of members who have just lost their jobs or are retiring. This is the last vote they're going to take before they leave. You've got appropriations chairman, Richard Shelby, senator from Alabama, Republican. That guy is still looking to name the entire city of Birmingham after him. There's not a... no dollar amount is going to be too high for him. And he's the Republican. It's going to be a nightmare. And so they're trial ballooning this $50 billion idea out to you, the public. You sure it's okay with that? You're, we're just going to take the temperature here right before the midterms. Are you going to be cool with if we just throw $50 billion over to Ukraine's way? I, are you, if you listen to any of the other shows... I'm pretty well set in what I think ought to be the plan for this new Congress and beyond, quite frankly. At some point, Congress needs to reassert itself as stewards of taxpayer resources. That is the only way. That is how you... This is You want to know why the left, why you feel boxed in by the left at every turn, why they've become so aggressive with schools in the medical profession... It within corporate boardrooms with ESG and all that other crap. Why they've been able to all of a sudden become that much more aggressive, pushing their ideology? It's because for the better part of three, four decades, they've been getting a blank check from the federal government on just about everything that they want. They have federal government spending pretty much on lockdown. There's not much that they that they. It used to be they would fight for more money and Republicans would try to withhold it and give it give it back to the private sector. Used to be. Used to I mean just I'm way oversimplifying it. But that was the gist of the political debate. Now they just the left sort of get gets what it wants vis a vis federal funds and federal programs. Not much pushback at all. Sure, you might have... I know what these Republicans are going to do. They're going to come in and they're going to say, we didn't increase the rate of spending. Yippee. Golf clap. Golf clap. At some point, I'm going to beat this dead horse. You're either going to get serious about protecting the taxpayer or for once and for all, cementing your legacy as not much different from them. Not any different from them. So it just, it, now I'm, I've been a long advocate. You start with the IRS bill that the Democrats just passed and you get a taste for blood. You gut the funding for that. Nobody wants it politically. It's not a winner for Democrats. I don't think that that's would very much care if it were to go away. I don't think it would be a hill that they would die on. But you got to understand that these Republicans, they don't know how mechanically, or frankly, they don't know what it feels like to defund something. So they have to get a taste for blood here. They have to feel the energy of what that's like. So I think the IRS bill that the Democrats just passed is the place to start. That's the first thing that they, that they need to gut. And they can't move off of that position. Or frankly, they can't move off, the, they cannot compromise their principle. If you get 80% of what you want, okay. 
but you can do that without compromising your principle. And they have to get used to having that kind of success. And then you get these other agencies to sit up to attention. I gotta, I have to justify my existence all of a sudden. Got a massive federal apparatus that does not have to justify its existence. It just exists. And everyone's, everyone in the listening audience is smart enough to realize that within federal governments, you either use your budget or, budget or you lose it. So they use it. And Ukraine's figured that out. We better use it or else we're never going to get another dime. So this has become almost like a monthly exercise helping these guys. And so it's, but it's not going to help inflation and it's only going to hurt if we keep this up. But Ukraine's success, if Ukraine does not succeed, what does that say about Joe Biden? What does that say about Republicans who just kept throwing taxpayer dollars at it without much oversight? It's not going to speak well of the of our leadership in either party if this doesn't go Ukraine's way. $50 billion more for Ukraine coming up in December. That spending bill, I'm telling you, it's going to be, it's going to be massive. It's going to be a huge fight. You're, you'll have just voted Republicans in. The Republicans are going to win. The Republic, Republicans are going to clean up. They're going to clean up. I, I've never felt as good about it. I felt really good about it for quite some time. Wavered a little bit in late summer, but that's it. We're going to smoke them. We're going to smoke the Democrats. And the only race I'm really concerned about is the high-profile race is Blake Masters in Arizona. But even then, I think Kerry Lake's going to clean up. The movement's done a hell of a job cleaning up a lot of the election problems. So... It's going gonna, it's gonna to prove quite beneficial. We're going to clean up. And so you're going to have this, you're going to have this red wave. And then before they get inaugurated, you're going to have this massive spending bill passed by the very same people that were just defeated. In the old days, these guys wouldn't even show up. They wouldn't even come back to Washington, especially if they were defeated. So a lot of stuff would go to die. A lot of bills and legislation and spending spending deals would just go to die because they were not physically the voters to vote, voters being members of Congress. Now with the speed of transportation, transportation improvements, people can get across the country, no problem. In fact, even if they lose being, as, as being a member of Congress, they'll probably just stay here anyway. So most of them will probably come back. But in the old days... Even even in the 80s, you wouldn't have a whole ton of drama with lame duck sessions. That's become a kind of a recent phenomenon. If, I'm, if I remember correctly, Obamacare was passed during a lame duck session. I think that's true. But it was definitely passed in the winter, in December. Brutal. $50 billion. I hope it's worth it. Now, speaking of, man, that's crazy. Bill Malusian from Fox is, um, he tweeted this out. I guess he didn't have the story. He's still done, nobody's done a better job at the border than Bill has. But 
This story came from Fox, Jessica Chasmar. I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Listen to this. You want to, you want to know why we have a spending problem or an inflation problem? The State Department funding, the State Department is funding drag theater performances to promote diversity and inclusion. Can you guess where? Is it your state? No. Is it a U.S. territory? No. It is in Ecuador. (laughs) More than 20 grand. Which I guess is a drop in the bucket to the 50 billion that we're giving to Ukraine. But (laughs) more than $20,000 U.S. State Department has awarded for a cultural center in Ecuador to, quote, host drag theater performances in the name of diversity and inclusion. The State Department awarded a $20,600 grant on September 23rd to the Centro Equatorino Norte Americano, a nonprofit organization supported by the U.S. Embassy and Consulate in Ecuador. So you could have just handed it over to these people. Instead of... You paid your taxes, and the United States government is going to give it to the Centro Equatoriano Norte Americano nonprofit. You could have probably given it straight up. Some rich guy could have given him 20 G's for the tax deduction. The project at CEN, Centro Equatoriano Norte Americano, which started September the 30th and runs through October 23rd, 3rd, 23rd, 31st, 2023, includes three workshops, 12 drag theater performances, and a two-minute documentary, according to the State Department's grant listed on a USA Spending Government website. The grant to CEN is part of the State Department's Public Diplomacy Program, which seeks to support achievement of U.S. foreign policy goals and objectives, advance national interests, and enhance national security by informing and influencing foreign publics and by expanding and strengthening the relationship between the people and the government of the United States and the citizens of the world, close quote, check it, check it. So, drag queen performances, a dozen of them, are essential to achieving the U.S. foreign policy goals and objectives. They're also essential, apparently, at at advancing our national interests. (laughs) As your money, folks. My money, too. I, I, Dios mío, man. I just, this is sick. It's just a sick amount of cash being thrown out the door. Apparently, our national security objectives are funding drag queen shows in Ecuador. I didn't even know Ecuador was posing a problem. Did you? Did any, I mean, what, what did Ecuador, Ecuador, did Ecuador even ask for this? If you're Ecuador, you're like, well, here's, we to, uh, can we get some U.S. aid? You guys are rich. We've got some mudslides or some other problems we got to deal with. Yeah, here's $20,600. Oh, okay, that's a little light, but we'll take it. Yeah, but you have to use it on 12 drag queen, queen shows. Oh, and do a PowerPoint presentation on what it's like to be a drag queen. 
You got to fund that. This has come a long way. In 2016, the State Department awarded a $50,000 grant to CEN to promote College Horizons program, which teaches English to young people of color. Okay, teaching English. That's that seems like a, a more suited, more applicable foreign policy objective. Teaching foreigners English. Do I think we should be in that business? I don't. Not in this economy. But hey, if we're gonna be, if we're gonna. If we're going to do something, if at least that somehow fits into your foreign policy goals, not sure how 12 drag queen performances and a PowerPoint presentation accomplish our foreign policy goals. The State Department, of course, did not respond to Fox News Digital's request for comment. Because, hey, why would you? <laughs> why defend that? Because you can't. Man, that is crazy. 